Hello and welcome back to the Gospel Teachings of R.A.K. I'm Jacob, and today we're going to be talking about specifically the Feast of Trumpets, but also God's Feast Days and uh, Day Start, which is going to go into why the day starts at or after midnight instead of at sunset, like most of the Jews believe. Um, you can see here I have pulled up 2023, God's Feast and Holy Days, and we have Passover, Pentecost, Trumpets, Atonement, Tabernacles, and Day of Assembly here, as well as Unleavened Bread. And um, obviously, maybe it's not obvious to you, but we have passed through already Passover, Unleavened Bread, and Pentecost. What's coming up quickly is Trumpets, and then Atonement follows Tabernacles and the Day of Assembly, which is part of Tabernacles. So, the Feast of Trumpets is going to be on September 15th of 2023. So, that entails that God's Sabbath is from the previous day, or previous sunset, to the day of sunset. So, that means Trumpets should be celebrated from 9.14, um, which is September 14th, at sunset, until September 15th at sunset. And then the Day of Atonement will follow as it starts on September 23rd, and then the Sabbath will end on the 24th at sunset. So, how I got to this, or these dates, here I have a lunar sky calendar, um, and what we do is we find that trumpets is as laid out in the Bible on the seventh month on the first day of the month. So we have to find the seventh month, which is September 14th. And then we see that the day following would be the first day um, of the seventh month. And we find the seventh month by going back to Passover because Passover is on the first day of the month and it is from the 15th, the 21st day of the month. So basically what we do is we follow the, the moon, and when it's full, that means that starts a new day, or a new month, I'm sorry. So, trumpets, the 14th is a new moon, meaning the 15th is the first day of the seventh month, and that means that we should be celebrating the Sabbath of this day. Um, I'm sorry, the Sabbath of this day will start on the 14th, and, um, and on the 15th at sunset. So, um, also, if we go a little further here, sorry, go a little further here, I have also the October calendar, and you can see that um, I also write down on, I'm sorry, October 6th is the day of assembly, and just to go back and reiterate, that means that Tabernacles is on the, the uh, 29th, the day of atonement is on the 24th of September, and Trumpets is, again, on the 15th, but these all start the day before. The Sabbath start the day before. Okay, so now that we get out of that, I'm going to go into some of my grandfather's research into when the day starts and how the Jews actually have been misled in thinking that just because the sun sets um, sometimes uh, later doesn't mean that the holiday can start later. Um, God's days are laid out very simply. They, they're midnight to midnight. His Sabbaths are sunset to sunset. And we need to remember that is important. So, as we go through this paper, it will lay out why that is and why my grandfather and I, as well as my family, have come to believe that 
The Jews are almost wrong every year because of when the sunset is. So let's see what my grandfather wrote here. At what time of day do God's days begin? FN or the footnote is day start. Summary. 1. God's days begin at midnight, not sunset. He considers midnight to be the beginning of morning. God breaks his days down into four, approximately, six-hour periods. Midnight, sunrise, midday, and sunset. Discussion and conclusions from God's scripture verses. 1. As demonstrated by the four scriptures, scripture verses below, God speaks of the day as having four distinct periods, each separated by about six hours. Morning, sunrise, midday, evening sunset, and midnight. Four scripture verses referring to periods of the day. 2 Kings chapter 23 verse 4, as the light of the morning when the sun rises. That's referencing Judges 9.33 as well as Psalms 49.1. 2 Ezra 8.3, and he read it plainly in the street that was before the water gate from the morning until midday. Genesis chapter 28 verse 11, and when he was come to a certain place and would rest in it after sunset, Exodus 12.29, and it came to pass at midnight, the Lord slew every firstborn in the land of Egypt. Conclusion number one. It would seem most probable that God would start his days at one of the four points into which he divides the day, sunrise, midday, sunset, or midnight. Two, at the start of the Exodus, a lamb was to be sacrificed in the evening, at the going down of the sun or sunset. Of the fourteenth day of the first month, the lamb was to be eaten hastily and totally that night, or dark time, before morning, the night being the dark time, being at sunset of the fourteenth. Genesis chapter, a uh, referencing Genesis chapter 1 5, Exodus 12 1 through 8, 10 and, uh, through 12, as well as Deuteronomy 16 1 through 7, which I believe we're going to read all of those here in a second. Further, Moses told the people that they were not to go out of their dwelling until morning. As it turned out, the people came out of their dwellings shortly after midnight, after God killed the firstborn of both man and cattle of the Egyptians at midnight. And Pharaoh arose in the night and told them to go forth from among his people and sacrifice to the Lord God as they said. And the Israelites set forward from Ramesses. God called this the phase, or the passage of the Lord. Referencing Exodus 12:11, as well as verses 29 through 31, 33, 34, 37, and Deuteronomy 16, 1 through 7. The Israelites left Egypt from Ramesses on the 15th day of the first month, the day after the phase. That's Numbers 33, 3 through 5. Conclusion number two. At the time of the Exodus, the Israelites left Egypt in the dark time, sometimes shortly after midnight. Since they were told not to come out of their houses until morning, this dark time after midnight must have been part of the morning. Further, that morning had to belong to the 15th day, the day they left Egypt. This shows that God considers his days to begin in the morning, and morning to begin at or close to midnight. Taking conclusion number one into account, it can be said that the days at the time of the Exodus began in the morning at midnight. 3. With regard to the Day of Atonement, God says the following. Leviticus 23, verses 26, 27, and 32. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Upon the tenth day of the seventh month shall be the Day of Atonement. It shall be most solemn, and shall be called holy. And you shall afflict your souls on that day, and shall offer a holocaust to the Lord. 
It is a Sabbath of rest, and you shall afflict your souls. That means that you should not eat or drink fast. Beginning on the ninth day of the month, from evening until evening, you shall celebrate your Sabbaths. When considering the two calendar days, the ninth and the tenth of the seventh month, if sunset fell anywhere except the beginning of the day, it could be readily pointed to and said to be part of that day, the ninth or the tenth. Then celebration of the Day of Atonement would clearly be on a part of each of the two days as God commands. But if the days began at sunset, there would be some confusion as to when the celebration should occur. To analyze this situation, consider that in any 24-hour day, there can only be one sunset, considering the two days of the month. In the ninth and the tenth, if the ninth day began at sunset, then the new sunset, or the next sunset, would begin and be part of the tenth day. If one were to celebrate starting on the ninth day at sunset, he would be celebrating all 24 hours of the ninth day. No celebration would be taking place on the tenth day, which begins at sunset. Since this is a, a contradiction of God's command to celebrate on the tenth as well as on the ninth, it can be concluded that the promise that the days begin at sunset is also contradicted or false. Thus, God does not start his days at sunset. Conclusion number three. The above shows that at the time the law was given, God's regular 24-hour calendar days did not start at evening or sunset, but only that his feast days were celebrated from sunset of the regular calendar day before his feast day until the sunset of his feast day. Four, Christ rose in the dark time of the first day of the week before dawn. In Jesus' time, God's regular calendar days changed from one to the next sometime during the dark time between the two days. At the time of Jesus, the dark time associated with the seventh day of the week occurred at the, at the end of the seventh day and led to the sunrise of the first day of the week as seen by now late in the night or dark time of the Sabbath as the first day of the week began to dawn, to begin to grow light as the sun rises. That's Matthew 28, 1. If the days began at sunset, then there would be 12 hours of light at the end of the day leading into the first day of the week. This is contrary to Matthew's description of the dark time leading into the first day of the week, and as such, the premise that the days began at sunset must be false and thus rejected. If the days began at sunrise, then there would be 12 hours of darkness at the end of the day leading into the first day of the week. This would fit Matthew's description. If the days began at midnight, then there would be six hours of darkness at the end of the day leading into the first day of the week, and there would be six hours of darkness at the beginning of the first day of the week. This also would fit Matthew's description. Conclusion number four. It can be concluded from this that the days in Jesus' time did not start at sunset, but taking into consideration conclusion number one could have started at either sunrise or midnight. Many interpret God's generalized statement at Genesis 1.5, and there was evening and morning one day, as saying the days began at sunset. Conclusion 5. Conclusions 2, 3, and 4 show that God's days do not start at sunset. Scripture verses, Genesis 1, verses 3 to 5. And God said, Be light made, and light was made. And God saw the light, that it was good. And he divided the light from the darkness, and he called the light day and the darkness, night, and there was evening and morning one day. Exodus 12.18, 
The first month, the fourteenth day of the month in the evening, you shall eat unleavened bread until the one and twentieth day of the same month in the evening. Notice, the first occurring twenty days are placed after the last occurring one day. I think that's important. Genesis 28.11, And when he was come to a certain place and would rest in it after sunset. Exodus 12, 1-3, 6, 8, 10-18, 21-22, 29-31, as well as 33-34-37, and 51 And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall be to you the beginning of months. It shall be the first in the months of the year. On the tenth day of this month, let every man take a lamb by their families and houses, and you shall keep it until the fourteenth day of this month. And the whole multitude of the children of Israel shall sacrifice it in the evening, and they shall eat the flesh that night, roasted at the fire, and unleavened bread with wild lettuce. Neither shall there remain anything of it until morning. If there be anything left, you shall burn it with fire, and thus you shall eat it. You shall gird your reins, and you shall have shoes on your feet holding staves in your hands, and you shall eat it haste, for it is the phase, that is, the passage of the Lord. And I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and will kill every firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgments. I am the Lord. And the blood shall be unto you for a sign in the houses where you shall be. And I shall see the blood, and shall pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you, when I shall strike the land of Egypt. And this day shall be for memorial to you, and you shall, you shall keep it a feast to the Lord, in your generations, with an everlasting observance. Seven days shall you eat unleavened bread, and the first day there shall be no leaven in your houses. Whosoever shall eat anything leavened from the first day until the seventh day, that soul shall perish out of Israel. The first day shall be holy and solemn. And the seventh day shall be kept with one like solemnity. You shall do no work in them, except those things that belong to eating, that is a day of rest. And you shall observe the feast of the unleavened bread. For in this same day I will bring forth your, your army out of the land of Egypt. And you shall keep this day in your generations by a perpetual observance. The first month, the fourteenth day of the month, in the evening, you shall eat unleavened bread until the one and twentieth or 21st day of the same month in the evening. And Moses called all the ancients of the children of Israel and said to them, Go take a lamb by your families and sacrifice the phase, and dip a bunch of hyssop in the blood that is at the door, and sprinkle the transom of the door therewith, and both the door's cheeks. Let none of you go out of the door of this house till morning. And it came to pass, at midnight, the Lord slew every firstborn in the land of Egypt. From the firstborn of Pharaoh, who sat on his throne, unto the firstborn of the captive woman that was in prison, and all the firstborn of cattle. And Pharaoh arose in the night, and all his servants, and all Egypt. And there arose a great cry in Egypt, for there arose, for there was not a house wherein there lay not one dead. And Pharaoh calling Moses and Aaron in the night said, Arise and go forth. From among my people, you and the children of Israel, go sacrifice to the Lord as you say. And the Egyptians pressed the people to go forth out of the land speedily, saying, We shall all die. The people therefore took dough before it was leavened, and tying it in their cloaks, put it on their shoulders. 
and the children of Israel set forward from Ramesses to Sukkoth. And they baked the meal, which a little before they had brought out of Egypt in dough, and they made earth cakes unleavened, for it could not be leavened, the Egyptians pressing them to depart, and not suffering them to make any stay, neither did they think of preparing any meat. And the abode of the children of Israel that they made in Egypt was four hundred and thirty years, which being expired the same day all the army of the Lord went forth out of the land of Egypt. This is the observable night of the Lord, when he brought them forth out of the land of Egypt. This night all the children of Israel must observe in their generations. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, This is the service of the phase. No foreigner shall eat of it. In one house shall it be eaten. Neither shall you carry forth of the flesh thereof out of the house. Neither shall you break a bone thereof. And the same day the Lord brought forth the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt by their companies. Numbers 33, verses 3 through 5. Now the children of Israel departed from Ramesses the first month on the fifteenth day of the first month, the day after the phase, with a mighty hand in the sight of all the Egyptians, who were burying their firstborn, whom the Lord had slain. And they corrupt, I'm sorry, and they camped in Succoth. Deuteronomy 16, verses 1 through 7. Observe the month of new corn, or grain, which is the first of the spring, that you may celebrate the phase to the Lord your God. Because in this month the Lord your God brought you out of the land of Egypt by night, and you shall sacrifice the phase to the Lord your God. No leaven shall be seen in all your coasts for seven days. Neither shall any of the flesh of that which was sacrificed the first day in the evening remain until morning. You may not immolate the phase in any one of your cities, which the Lord your God will give you, but in the place which the Lord your God shall choose, that his name may dwell there. You shall immolate the phase in the evening, at the going down of the sun, at which time you came out of Egypt, and you shall dress and eat it, in the place which the Lord your God shall choose, and in the morning, rising up, you shall go into your dwellings. Leviticus chapter 23, verses 26 through 32, as well as 39. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Upon the tenth day of the seventh month shall be the day of atonement. It shall be most solemn, and shall be called holy. You shall afflict your souls on that day, and shall offer a holocaust to the Lord. You shall do no servile work in the time of this day, because it is a day of propitiation, that the Lord your God may be merciful unto you, Every soul that is not afflicted on this day, or every soul that does not fast on this day, shall perish from among his people. And every soul that shall do any work, the same will I destroy from among his people. You shall do no work, therefore, on that day. It shall be an everlasting ordinance unto you, in all your generations and dwellings. It is a Sabbath of rest, and you shall afflict your souls beginning on the ninth day of the month, from evening until evening you shall celebrate your Sabbaths shall be a Sabbath that is a day of rest. So a Sabbath is a day of rest. Notice, the Day of Atonement falls on the tenth day of God's seventh month, but it is celebrated beginning from evening sunset on the ninth day until evening sunset on the tenth day. 2 Kings 23.4 As the light of the morning when the sun rises. To Ezra 8.3 And he read it plainly in the street that was before the water gate from the morning until midday. Matthew 28, 1, now late in the night of the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn. 
Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the sepulcher. Mark 16 verses 1 through 2 and 9. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome bought spices, and they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb, when the sun had just risen. Now when he had risen from the dead early on the first day of the week. Luke 23, verses 54 through 56, as well as chapter 24, verses 1 and 2. And it was a preparation day, and the Sabbath was drawing on. And the woman who had come with him from Galilee followed after, and beheld the tomb, and how his body was laid. And they went back and prepared spices and ointments, and on the Sabbath they rested, in accordance with the commandment. Jumping to 24. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared, and they found the stone rolled back from the tomb. Jumping to the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verses 1 and 19. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came early to the tomb, while it was still dark. And she came, I'm sorry, and she saw the stone taken away from the tomb. When it was late that same day, the first day of the week, though the doors where the disciples gathered had been closed for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be to you. Notice, the fifteenth day of the first month of the year was the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and as such was a solemn yearly High Holy Day Sabbath. It happened that this High Holy Day Sabbath occurred on regular weekly seventh-day Sabbaths, for the next day was the first day of the week, or Sunday. This shows that the dark time of this High Holy Day Sabbath, and thus of the dark time of the weekly Sabbath on which it fell, immediately proceeded and merged into the sunrise daylight of the first day of the week. Since Jesus rose on the first day of the week while it was still dark, this means the first day of the week began sometime during the dark time between the Sabbath evening and the sunrise of the first day of the week. Summary and or conclusions. 1. The Day of Atonement falls on the 10th regular calendar day of God's 7th month, but it is celebrated beginning from evening or sunset on the 9th day, regular calendar day, until evening or sunset of the 10th regular calendar day. This shows that God's regular calendar days did not start at sunset and end at sunset, but only that his holy days were celebrated from sunset of the regular calendar day before his holy day until sunset of his holy day. That's referencing Leviticus 23, 26 through uh, 32, as well as 39. Number two, in Jesus' time, God's regular calendar days changed from one to the next, sometime during the dark time between the two days. In his time, the days did not start at sunset, but most probably started at midnight, the same as they do today. That's referencing Matthew 28, Mark 16, Luke 23, as well as John 20. All the Gospels. At the time of the Exodus, God told his people not to go out of their dwelling until morning. As it turned out, the people came out of their dwellings shortly after midnight when God killed the firstborn of both man and cattle of the Egyptians, and Pharaoh told them to go forth from among his people and sacrifice to the Lord God as they said. It could be inferred from this that God recognized midnight as the beginning of morning of a new day in the same manner as we do today. So, this goes back to 
celebrating God's holy days and celebrating them on the right day. It's very clear from that sky calendar that um, it doesn't matter. Well, not it's not clear from the sky calendar. It's clear from this research paper that looking at the sky calendar, you see that the 15th um, is very much or would be God's first day of that seventh month. And that means that we need to start that Sabbath, which his holy days are Sabbaths. Um, these, at least the seven that I pointed out here at the beginning, and they need to start from the night prior, which is the 14th that's coming up quickly until the 15th at sunset. And trumpets isn't something where we need to do anything. Um, like obviously with the feast of unleavened bread, we need to, uh, not eat anything leavened, um, with the day of atonement. We fast with tabernacles. Um, we're supposed to stay in a tent. Trumpets is, isn't anything we need to particularly do, um, per se, um, I do urge you, if you have a trumpet at home, blow it. That would be very cool, and I think that God would appreciate that. Um, but it is most definitely a Sabbath. It's a Sabbath where we need to rest. That means no work. That means no hot food, uh, no kindling fires. That's what God wants for, for us, especially on this Feast of Trumpets, which will be beginning September 14th at sunset until the 15th at sunset when it ends. That means no work through that time, no hot food through that time, prepare yourself to eat cold food, to eat um, a sandwich or a salad or um, something you like that's called sushi, something like that. Um, make sure you are prepared for this feast of trumpets that we as Christians are supposed to be still celebrating. All of these um, holy days that God has laid out throughout Leviticus are and will never end. And they should never end because they are God's holy days, his feast days, the days he chose for us to celebrate. That means not Christmas, not Easter, not Halloween, not Valentine's Day, nothing like that. He wants you to celebrate his days and his days are coming up. Some of his big days are coming up. And Trumpets is the beginning of that. And I will have another video about the Feast of Atonement coming out as, as well after that. Then Tabernacles and the Day of Assembly. And um, we'll go through all the way back to uh, Passover and Pentecost. So I will continue to keep you guys updated on these feast days. I ask that you search your heart and see if God truly would want you to celebrate them. Because the way he laid them out in Moses' law and the way that everyone in the New Testament still celebrated them, including Jesus, it makes it clear to me and it has made it clear to my grandfather to teach me and my family, that that is the right way. We need to remember the day does not start at sunset. The day starts after midnight. And um, those are the holy days, but the Sabbath starts at sunset always. That is what we need to remember. And um, if you have any questions relating to this or anything that I can do to further your knowledge on this, um, especially Feast of Trumpets and or any holy day coming up, I will gladly do. Um, I'm really wanting to portray this in the right way, and I hope that the right people get it. And um, I ask that if you know anybody that does celebrate these types of days, to send them this type of thing, because most likely they're going by the Jewish holy days, which are sometimes wrong. It just depends on what, when the sunset is for them, when they choose when the days are. And that's not what God intended. It's a lunar calendar. He's not, he's not focused on the sunset except for his sabbaths 
And we need to remember that is important. Feast of Trumpets, the 15th, sunset the 14th is when we start celebrating that Sabbath. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.